Hi, and welcome to The Social Angle, a podcast that helps promo pros gain an edge in the social media realm. I'm digital content director Vinny Driscoll, and today I'm doing a special episode to introduce ASI's new social media producer, Eliza Bage. Eliza, welcome to the Hi. show. Yes. Welcome to ASI, and welcome yeah. to the promo industry. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And if, and if anybody wants to drop a, a comment in the, in the chat over there, uh, for, for sure, say hi to Eliza. Um, you know, today is our introduction of Eliza, and she would love to meet as many people as possible. So, Eliza, before we get into this, uh, can you take a minute to tell us a little bit about about yourself and what you were doing before joining ASI? Yeah, yeah. So, my name is Eliza Bage. You know, I am, as you just stated, I'm the new social media producer here at ASI. Um, I have my marketing degree and my MBA from Ryder University. And before starting at ASI, I was working as a graduate assistant for the College of Business at Ryder. And I also worked as a social media coordinator for a Chick-fil-A franchise in Flemington, New Jersey, all during my studies. So lots of nice. <laughs> so Chick-fil-A. So that, that must have been interesting working for a, a big name like that. Yeah. You know, in a sense, it's like you have the big name, but then you're working for a franchise. So then it's kind of like a small business. So it, it's fun, you know, working around with like national campaigns and then your own local campaigns. So, so you were working for a franchise then? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not just corporate um, for a franchise. So and the Flemington location is what I handled. Okay. And you were doing that remotely? Yeah. Remotely all throughout my studies. So it was a nice remote oh, job. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Mm -hmm. So we mentioned that, um, you're going to be ASI's social media producer. Now, th th this job has evolved um, in the last, you know, several years um, from being social media um, from a customer support perspective then to social media manager to social media producer. Now, can you explain a little bit about um, what the producer part is going to involve? Lots of video content, which I'm actually really excited about because this is actually my first live video or anything video related where I'm like on the screen. Um, I've always been a background player with social media. So that's what I'm really excited for, you know, kind of get me out of my comfort zone, force me to learn some new skills. So that's the part that I'm really excited for. Yeah. So the producer part, I think, um, you know, is going to be, like you said, there's going to be a lot of video, not only you being part of the narrative of ASI, uh, you know, speaking on behalf of social media, uh, being part of these live streams, but also a lot of the production of the videos as well. And I think that's also important that, you know, we're putting a lot of emphasis here at ASI on, on doing video production. You know, we want more video. We know video is king and we want uh, to do more video itself. And that's where you're going to come in. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So we have a few people already saying hello. We've got Teresa Hagel saying Hi, hello, Teresa. Eliza. <laughs> and she also says, we're happy to have you at ASI. I love Teresa's Thank hair you. in this picture. <laughs> so wild. And then, of course, our very own Joe Haley. Yes. Hi again, Eliza. <laughs> Hi, Joe. <laughs> I see him like every day. <laughs> Get used to that. You're going to see him a lot. Um, so again, if you have, you want to say hello to uh, Eliza, ask her any questions that you want, drop them in the uh, comments there. So Eliza, uh, can you, you know, other than um, Chick-fil-A, can you give us a little bit about your background in social media, how you got interested in social media yeah. and how you decided to do it as a career? Yeah. So actually it kind of fell into my lap. You know, I was at a college job fair and there was a Chick-fil-A there and Chick-fil-A was actually one of my first jobs 
way when I was like 15 years old. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the Chick-fil-A, get my nerves out, that kind of thing. I ended up talking to the owner operator for about 30 minutes. <laughs> and I just was like, here you go. Have my resume, went about it. And he actually reached out to me and he was like, you're a marketing major. Would you like to do social media marketing? And I was like, oh, as long as this can you know, be part-time and I could work with it while I'm in school, of course. And I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. I was a general marketing major. I had no idea what I wanted to specialize into. So I went, you know, three and a half years ago, I went from this nervous college junior that would take about an hour to write a simple post about a menu item like a Chick-fil-A sandwich to a much more confident social media storyteller. You know, I've done social media for the Chick-fil-A franchise, but I've also been a social media manager for the College of Business at Ryder. And I got to get into like the nitty gritty stuff like social media procedures, um, brand image, voice, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So. No, that's awesome. And you have the benefit of having grown up with social media um, as what I'm assuming is you're, are you millennial or Gen Z? I'm Gen Z. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, having that benefit of growing up with social media certainly helps one jump into a professional right. career yeah. in social media because you've been working with it your entire life. Now me, I'm, I'm Gen X. I didn't grow up with it. I, you know, I learned it essentially in the professional world, you know, as part of what I was doing, working online in, in, you know, the online news business. Uh, so to me, I feel like, you know, you've definitely got the advantage there in terms of understanding how it works and yeah. it's, and it's importance of course, in storytelling and in the distribution of information and really, you know, the features that it offers. Yeah. You know, it's really funny, you know, growing up, I never really knew what I wanted to be growing up. And it's because my job wasn't out there yet. <laughs> you know, at the time there wasn't social media coordinating positions or management. And, you know, I was lucky that I grew up with these platforms so that when I was ready to train and learn how to do it for a business setting, it was pretty easy. You know, there were some like learning curves, but overall um, it was, it was, you know, became like my, the back of my hand, like, you know. Yeah. You have a step on me. Cause I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. once I figure that out, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So let's talk about the promotional products industry. Yeah. Now, you know, you've been in it for all of one week now. Yes. Uh, how much knowledge of the promo industry <laughs> did you have before you joined ASI? Um, honestly, little to none. You know, I was basically just an end user. You know, I knew that whenever I saw businesses handing out some free promo stuff, that was always fun to grab. And I would never say no to a free t-shirt. So yeah, as I'm going through the classes and the training at ASI, it is kind of just blowing my mind all the different factors and variables in this industry. So I'm excited to, you know, tackle it all. Yeah, I think you're like most people that enter this industry. And I'm not gonna say, I shouldn't say most. I mean, a lot of people understand mm -hmm. this industry. They're born into the industry. Um, their parents have the business. They grow up with the knowledge. But I myself, and I think a lot of my colleagues, never knew about this industry. We knew about promotional products. We knew about swag, but we didn't know there was this vast industry, this multi-billion dollar industry and it's $23 billion industry now. Uh, and it's, it's amazing. And it's, it's fascinating. Like you say, you know, we, you're doing all the education right now. Mm -hmm. You're seeing how much is involved, how complex it is. And I believe, I, I still believe it's a very complex industry. It's a, you know, there's an ecosystem that exists. Uh, mm -hmm. And you have to learn it and you have to really kind of educate yourself. And you're going to spend the next couple months really doing intensive education. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 
I know we have uh, a question or two coming in from Teresa, and I will I will say, um, Teresa, I'm, I've got your your question covered here, but I, I'm going to put it up here for now, um, and I'll ask it now. So, what's your favorite social media app? My favorite is TikTok. I am obsessed with it. I think I go on it probably like four to five times a day. It's very addicting. But what I really like about TikTok is how certain things can go viral. Like I've seen all these random products just get blown up. And then I go to try to order it, sold out for months, that kind of thing. And I've also just liked to see like the take of like how businesses use those trends and those popular sounds to try to like promote to this audience on social or on TikTok. So yeah, that's my favorite one. I'm pretty obsessed with it. Okay, so that's your favorite one. Now, I have to ask you, you know, mm -hmm. and it'll probably be one of the answers will probably be TikTok. Um, which social media platforms would you say you're most proficient with from a business perspective? I honestly, actually, not really TikTok. You know, I haven't really gotten to dive into that realm yet. You know, Chick-fil-A, Inc., we had some you know, issues where they wanted us to stay away from that. So I would actually say Instagram and Facebook. Those were my top two that I would use every day for that Chick-fil-A franchise. And then I got to dive into LinkedIn at Ryder. I actually was able to help them launch their LinkedIn account. So that was fun. So yeah, those are my most like proficient and yeah, TikTok will soon be one of those. Uh -huh. You know, that will be one of my tasks here. So so do you have pro proficiency in, I, I mean, I shouldn't say proficiency, but you have knowledge of all the networks from a business perspective? Yeah, I, I would say so. I wouldn't say, you know, um, like Twitter, I haven't been able to use that in a business perspective or like YouTube. Those are two areas that I'm also like ready to learn. But yeah, Facebook and Instagram, I know pretty well. And the great thing is they're connected. So all those blueprints right. are there for you to use and view. So. Again, we're talking to Eliza Bage. Now, yes. uh, Teresa also posted something. She said, I spelled your name <laughs> wrong the first time. Sorry. Now, I have to ask you to spell your name because it is it is a bit of a, a difficult name. Can you spell it for us? Yes. It's E-L-I-E. -E. Don't forget that E. Z-A. So the best way to remember how to pronounce it is you break it down E. Eliza, so Eliza, I like that. It's a great mnemonic device because I I need it because, you know, I'm I'm not sure how to pronounce your name the first time I saw it, and now I know. So and your last <laughs> name too. It's it's pronounced Bage, correct? Yeah, my parents didn't want to make it easy for anybody, so. And they're not making it for, easy <laughs> for us right now. So, all right. So, um, what are you most excited for now that you've joined ASI? I am really excited for the content creation. You know, that's one of just, I believe is like always a fun thing when you're joining like a new business, especially, you know, I've had that experience with Ryder going from Chick-fil-A to Ryder and now with ASI. So content creation, you know, really doing that trial and error, trying to see what content sticks, what doesn't. And, you know, one of the reasons why I joined ASI was I remember when I met with you, you mentioned how if there was anything that you guys tried in the past, that didn't work out, but I came to you with a new idea, like, hey, I want to execute this, that I was able to do that. So I really liked that because, you know, not all of social media is, you know, very easy. It's not technical. It's it's very creative. Sometimes you will think something is going to be so amazing and it flops. And that's where the trial and error and just getting to know your audience comes in. So I'm really excited to tackle, you know, the promo realm and the social media <laughs> accounts that go along with it. Yeah, there's going to be some creative freedom here, you know, only because we encourage 
you know, especially somebody comes in with a fresh pair of eyes to, mm -hmm. to try new things. Yeah. Because we don't have the formula and nobody has the formula yeah. <laughs> to success with social media. Social media, it continually evolves. Uh, there's no special sauce. Uh, you know, when someone asks you, Hey, I want, you know, can you make this go viral? Nobody knows. There, there's no secret sauce to, to virality. <laughs> we all know that. So yeah. we, you know, we certainly want somebody who's going to come in uh, once they have the understanding of the industry, they get up to speed and try new things because the worst thing that you can do is do it the way we've always done, you yeah. know, and that's, and that's a mantra I try to live by. Like, don't mm. do it the way we've always done it. Just because yeah. this worked back in 2017 doesn't mean it's going to keep working the same way. You know, we want, we want somebody to take risks. We want, uh, you know, somebody to, to try new things. You know, we, that's how you figure out, how to stay ahead, how to stay on trend. You know, those are the things that we really want to see from you. And we're excited to see what you got. Yeah, thank you. All right, Joe, looks like Joe's got a question. <laughs> he says, when you were at Chick-fil-A, did you ever have a run-in with the Wendy's Twitter account? So like I said, I haven't been on Twitter for a business, but when the chicken wars were starting, you know, and Popeye started to come in and everybody else, there was like a big thing on our news when I would log into our internet and they'd say, don't participate, whatever you do. So, you know, Wendy's has their rep of just being a little sassy on Twitter and everything. And Chick-fil-A has a much different tone and voice. So I had to just not play along into it as much as I would have wanted to. So, yeah. All right. So I'm going to go off script and ask you a question uh, that you're not aware of. So how much uh, engagement did you do for um, Chick-fil-A's social media profile? Did you do it? Okay. Did you do a lot of daily, day-to-day uh, -day yeah. engagement? Yeah. You know, actually, um, one of my newer tasks the past couple months when I was, you know, with them was to build up engagement. So, you know, like I said, going back to it being kind of like a small business, everybody in the Flemington area knew about Chick-fil-A. So I took it upon myself once they told me that to actually, you know, start going on that Instagram feed and scroll through if it's someone's birthday. I'm commenting happy birthday. If I'm noticing something's going on where like the, you know, these kids that always come in, I don't know, someone got a new haircut, that kind of thing. I would do that, you know, Christmas time would come along and I'd sit down and DM them all Merry Christmas from Chick-fil-A Flemington. And, you know, there was never a sour response to that. People actually enjoyed that, which was really neat to see because I was a little nervous. I'm like, oh, maybe they're going to think of this as like junk mail. But no, right. everybody seemed to love it. So, yeah, I actually really got to dig down into like, OK, these are my users that really connect with us. I'm going to connect with them as well. I'm going to go on their socials and, you know, comment and support them. So. Well, that's great. And, you know, we're looking forward to more of that uh, for ASI as well. Now we also have Bill Petrie. Uh, he says, Thank welcome. Bill you. is Bill's a great guy. Um, you'll get to know him in social media as well. Hi, Bill. Um, so um, now I know this is also off script. You brought a, a few promotional products uh, with you that you want to show off. And I know for our radio listeners, we'll try to describe them. Yes. So show us what you got. Okay. So I have this little mini wine glass and it actually says Buckingham Valley Vineyards. Mm -hmm. It is in Bucks County, PA. Um, yeah, it's a little mini one that actually when I went there with friends and they gave us gave it to us, everybody was like, can we take this home? <laughs> we're like, can we? And then a lot of them were like, I don't know, but I'm just going to take it. And we actually ended up asking them, like, 
Like, do we do we give this back to you? And they're like, no, you guys could take it. So this is actually a wine glass that I still keep till this day. And it always reminds me of that time. And I love it. It's a mini is one. It, so. Is it plastic or glass? It's it? glass. Yeah. Okay. It's glass. Yeah. That's awesome. And it just, it's very like the writing is very, you can't really see it, but once you get that wine in there, you can see it. As long <laughs> as you got some red wine, you're good. And then um, secondly, I have this really old t-shirt that is actually from a student living center from West Virginia. This was actually my boyfriend's t-shirt. But um, he was throwing it away, and I love to just wear these kind of T-shirts to the gym. And I still have this till this day. I want to say this is probably from 2015, this shirt. So it's still in my closet, going strong. Whip it out whenever I'm going to the gym. And, yeah. Yeah, some of my best T-shirts are probably older than you. Uh, so to me, I, you know, there's something about those older t-shirts and, you know, if you, if you think about how many times you've worn them and mm -hmm. how, you know, how many impressions they've gotten over the years, uh, you know, that's the power of promo right there. And, yeah, you know, exactly. that's, you know, it's funny that you don't have, um, you know, prior knowledge of the industry, but you actually do because, you know, we, I talk about it all the time. I'm like, man, before I got into this industry, you know, who doesn't love swag? I, I've, got t-shirts from the 90s you know mm -hmm. concert t-shirts that i still wear and i'm like oh my god like this is this is exactly you know what people want from promo they want people yeah. to keep them that you know mm -hmm. the items they want them to wear them all the time uh so yeah that's you know i, I love that you've got those shirts and that glass and and to me i feel like the impressions are going to keep coming especially from mm -hmm. that glass yeah um, exactly all right, so t so Bill Peacher writes. The question is, will the T-shirt last longer than the boyfriend? That's a that's a that's a tough. Bill's yeah. throwing it right out there. He's throwing it right out. Well, there. hopefully this will. You know, it's funny. I actually one of my old mentors. They would keep all her husband and her would keep all their college T-shirts, and they're actually turning it into a quilt. So maybe we could do something like that, and this T-shirt can last as long as my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed on that one. All right, yeah. so. Uh, Brandon Picaric, he at he said, you just landed in the best industry out there. I can't agree more with Brandon. The promo industry is known to be the unadvertised advertising industry. What are you looking forward to creating first? Ooh, okay. You know, I think one of the main things, you know, a project that was mentioned was more of the background of ASI or the people that help, you know, keep it all running. So I really look forward to actually bringing those profiles out there and being like, Hey, this is Joe, you know, you see the Joe show, but here's a little bit more about him, how he's been with us for 28 years, yada, yada, like all of that. I'm excited to start bringing those faces to light. You know, we have a lot of our regular, like influential people in our industry, like you and Teresa and everybody, but I'm looking forward to, you know, putting a spotlight on some other people. I love that you knew Joe's been here for 28 years. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, it amazes me. It, like I told my one friend, I was like, yeah, there's this one person that's been here for 28 years. And she's just like her jaw dropped. She's like, oh, that must be a good company. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah it? Well, so. we have a lot of lifers in, in mm -hmm. our department. Uh, you know, Joe is, you know, one of them. I know Joan Chaikin has been here longer than Joe. Uh, so there, there's a lot of longevity, um, not only in the industry, but also uh, at ASI. And I, and that was one of the things I noticed too when I first started mm -hmm. ASI. There were so many people that that had been at ASI for so long, and I said that's really an indicator of of a great company to work for. So, yeah, you know, exactly. for sure, you know, Joe is 
you know, he's the old guard. He is somebody who, you know, I call him a lifer, but then so am I, I'm, I'm a lifer too. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that's always, you know, great to see. Um, so let's see. Well, we got Carrie. She said, I love the t-shirt. So Carrie's. I love the t-shirt quilt. <laughs> oh, oh, what is it? Okay. It's not showing there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Part well, of it. Slowly coming. It's in. <laughs> slowly coming through there. I love the t-shirt quilt. Okay. Um, and then Brandon also says, what does he say here? Great answer. You're going to fit in nicely. Boom. All right. <laughs> and then Bill, so many comments here. Best of luck to you. This is an industry that supports others, and we all look forward to what you'll bring to the table. Absolutely, Bill. I'm excited as well, Bill. Um, you know, I can't wait to for um, Eliza to hit the ground running and, and get some content out there. I know that, you know, you've got some great ideas for both TikTok and Instagram where, you know, mm -hmm. we need those ideas, you know, we, we need some content to flow in those, in those networks. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited. So last question, Eliza, yes. and I always try to make it a fun question. When you're not working, what are you doing for fun? Okay. So I am either traveling, baking, or trying to find the next like really good food, like best food. I just came back from NOLA last month and- mm -hmm. The food has been stuck on my mind ever since. So in my free time, I'm going to have to be finding my next travel destination that has really good food because I miss it. <laughs> Favorite restaurant in New Orleans. Oh, okay. So this is going to sound like pretty like funny, but it was actually a Colombian restaurant. It was called Maiza Repas. Mm. And it was Colombian, but it had like a New Orleans like twist to it. It was nice. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I was there about 15 years ago, and oh my God, the food, yeah. the food. Um, I, I think it, Commanders, did you go to Commanders? No, they were like so booked out. It was no. insane. So, I mean, yeah. we keep saying how we want to go again. So I will definitely um, book way in advance and then yeah. my trip then. So. Yeah, excellent food down there. We went pre-Katrina, Katrina, so, um, you know, it was you know, all systems go. It was, it was a great time and I'm looking forward to going back. But Eliza, thank you so much for your time today. I, everyone's excited. I'm excited as well to get you, you know, into, into the social media here at ASI. Um, do you have any parting thoughts for everyone? No, I just thank you everybody for being so welcoming. And I'm just really excited to show you guys what I got. Awesome. Again, thank you so much, Eliza. We'll see you next time on The Social Angle. Bye everyone.